0: For additional resources, or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 488. In today's podcast, my guest is sharing with you how to find inner peace, happiness, freedom, abundance, and so much more. Welcome to today's podcast interview I brought on Beth Dana, Beth welcome. Oh, hi. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you, Heather. Yes. Please give listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do?
1: Well, I'm originally from Southern California, but I'm currently based in Costa Rica. And I am author of the Make Money Your Partner book series and also founder of Wealth Living, which is an organization designed to create leaders through conscious uh, healing and learning conscious ways of living.
0: And that we're definitely going to dive into because, you know, that's what I'm really all about. I love Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it really is being a conscious creator, getting out of autopilot, getting out of those negative habits and stuff, keeping people stuck because pretty much, I mean, that's what I see every day, all day is the struggle and the suffering and and people are going through life's motions. And it's like, been there, done that, but there's another way of living.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, and it is a matter of stepping into our our inner guidance system yes. and really listening because there's two, there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of distraction, and a lot of ways on purpose. Because if we can really quiet our mind and really listen, ooh, we're powerful, right? And do you, powerful. I've
0: really stepped into that lately. Um, like I think I'm naturally extroverted. I love being social and going out and doing things. But I'm just in a stage of my life that I crave calm, peace, quiet. I enjoy being at home. You know, I really don't drink much anymore. So that social stuff just doesn't drive me anymore. And I think for some people, one, that would be really uncomfortable because it's so out of the norm for them. But can you explain the benefits and maybe the healing that is available to us when we can quiet the noise? and tune within?
1: Oh, wow, it's it's unstoppable. It, your whole, I mean, at the, at the DNA secular level, you're healing, you know, you're healing traumatic trauma uh, and generational trauma when we can really go within and, and take the time to feel, take the time to listen. You know, I, I haven't owned a television in probably almost 10 years mm-hmm. and I, I regularly watch don't watch television i think you know the media is is uh is another form of a virus it, it's just that you have to be very mindful of what you're feeding your mind mm-hmm. your body and your spirit
0: mm-hmm. you speak my i mean i gave up the i i do have a tv but it's like I love watching documentaries or maybe some YouTube, but I'm very intentional about what I'm watching or even Netflix. But Mm -hmm. I gave up the news years ago. There literally is no benefit. We won't go down that tangent. But before we get into this wealth living, which I'm excited to share and and how you got to Costa Rica, did you you mentioned your book, Make Money Your Partner? Yes,
1: it's a three book series.
0: Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, please be sure to leave a five-star review. I want to offer you some additional resources. Visit my website, heatherhakes.com and sign up for my free video training on how to reprogram your subconscious mind. I also offer one-on-one coaching. I will help you create clarity and a roadmap so you can live the life you dream about. Best part, everything I teach, you can start implementing right now. To learn more and apply, visit heatherhakes.com. Now, back to regular programming. And yeah. They're journal-based. They're journal-based journal books. Can we talk about that a little bit? Because I think that one is very tangible for people to understand. And I haven't met one person who isn't seeking more. Um, sure. But I, I think we think we want more money. But what we're actually after is freedom. Abundance. And happiness. Yeah. yeah. But... I'd love, can you just share more about what that's all about and how can we make money our partner?
1: For sure. Yeah. You know, I I started the book series while I was in the financial industry. I just recognized that the Mm -hmm. heart-centered, compassionate approach was missing and how uh, important the mindset was, you know, seeing how people would get really excited about financial learning and financial education. And then I'd follow up with them. And you could hear the mindset just creep in. Oh no, no, thank you, I'm good. You know, just creeping back into old habits, old beliefs. And you know, I so I originally started the book as possibly something I could give potential clients or or things like this, right? And uh, so it wasn't until I finished the first book in 2019 that I realized that there's more work here to be done. And that's when I crafted book two and book three, and then they all were published uh, uh, in 2021. And so the 30, they're each 30 day guides for a total of 30, a 90 day journey. And so it allows people to go from their limiting beliefs and uh, into laying a, a solid foundation into their, their money and then their visualization and what it is that they, they want. And how much yeah. is this life going to cost them? You know, cause a lot of times we think, oh, if we had a million dollars, I'd have my dream life. Well, it may not cost you a million dollars. And so what if it costs you a lot less and then and figuring out how you can actually obtain that. And so the closer we can get to our dreams, goals and desires, and really getting to what we want, mm-hmm. most people don't even know what they want, but when they can sit down and really think about what it is they want, how exciting that is. You're tapping into a whole new person, a whole new identity. You're having more better values. You're not going out and doing things that you probably would have been doing, you know, if, if you were not attached to this vision of yours. Uh, so it really is, the conversation around money is, is very simple, but yet very complex because money touches every aspect of our lives. And so when we can begin to heal that relationship with money internally, because it stems from our childhood and, 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 really generational, uh, you know, what, what I'm probably healing in my relationship most likely is my mother's right. And my grandmothers. And so there, there is that. And, when we can start healing, that it's it's amazing to see how other areas of life transform, right? Uh, addictive behaviors stop, you know, or you maybe your uh, spending uh, decreases, your your health increases, your your physical appearance is better because there's healing happening. Uh, relationships are better, your business or career is better, your confidence is rising. So, money goes much more deeper than just doing a budget and putting money away for your retirement.
0: Yeah. You know, <clears throat> on that note, hold on. I Years ago. So, you know, words have the meaning that we give it. Right. And for me, I've never, I've never put myself on a budget. I just don't spend more than I make. I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm aware of how much I have and don't spend more than that. However, I, for me, budget feels very restrictive when I heard somebody call it a spending plan, I was like, well, that's fun. But again, pl- play with semantics, right? But ultimately, what are people really seeking when they want more money?
1: Well, yeah, it's it's really looking at what is it that you really want? Because it's filling a void of something, right? Mm. That's why we, we generally as human we're a consumer-driven country. Why are we going out? Well, we're a consumer-driven world in many cases, right? Yeah. I mean why are we going out and spending the things that we are doing? It's usually to fill a void of something or to fill a need of something. Well, that's the beautiful thing. And once you start healing, the minimal lifestyle actually becomes, you know, it's a very spiritual, um, you know, play in, in, in the relationship with money, right? It's like, we've, We've got this level of, of materialism and that's, that's our body, right? And then when we go into the mindset around money, the mind, then we're tapping into this whole new level in our relationship with money from a mind, mind perspective and all the healing that goes with that. And then once we can reach into the spiritual component of what money really is and, and have the understanding and that relationship that it's a tool and it's something that we can, we can give with we can make a difference with we can actually provide for our families and invest in our future there's there's a lightness to it and so we start looking at money as, as a as um as something that's working with us to create things in life like let's play let's dance let's let's create things in life and in that when you start shifting your relationship with money up into like the mindset the spiritual realm is what i say is that you don't want the things that you normally, because you're, you've healed these wounds. You've healed yeah. these needs, these, yeah. these desires. Right. And that's where you end up not really needing to go. Like you've said, right. You don't really feel like you really want to go out and start drinking like you used to do. And that's because of the healing that's transformed around you. And yeah. so that happens, right. You just really notice where your money is now going. It's in alignment with who you are, what you're up to, your
0: values,
1: you know, it's, it's a clearer direction.
0: What I understand is, you know, a lot of, well, it's conditioning too, right? Conditioning programming that we seek externally trying to feel, fill internal voids. But I also love, love the teachings that life is literally a mirror, whatever, whatever, is going on internally is reflected externally. So you fix the quote problem at the root cause, which is internal. So when you're feeling whole and abundant and free, then you will experience it, right? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because at the end of the day, what do we all want? We want to be happy. Mm -hmm. I think that's, it's like 80% of the world just wants to be happy. I actually, Yeah, Just walking around in this planet and the simplest thing that somebody ever wants is to be happy. Find the thing that makes you happy and go be and do that. Don't chase after what you think it's supposed to be or buy that thing that's going to make you happy. You got to find that internally. Yes.
0: I have to share this only because it's so timely. I got an email yesterday from, you know, he's a YouTuber. I love his content. But he shared and he found this headline that said, Americans are the unhappiest they've been in fifty years. A poll found, and that only fourteen percent of U.S. adults say they're happy. Yeah, that's eighty-six percent of people. Like, yeah, it's, in, it's
1: increasing. That's unfortunate. That's the yeah. problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think that's a good transition. Can we talk about wealth living in <laughs> these nine elements? I, oh yeah, yeah, because I want to help direct people to. How you can be happy and fulfilled, and that I I feel that this is supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: that you've got it, girl. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, why, why do us as humans? Because I've I've lived in fear my in my life, right? And uh, it, but why do why do most of us human beings live in fear? It's it's almost that the, the 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 systems of the world have made people so unhappy to where it's in most cases that it becomes normal
0: mm-hmm. that
1: when someone starts feeling happy, it's almost like, oh well, it's too good to be true. Yeah. Right? But like, it's like, wow, that's our natural yes. state. That's our natural God given. When we come out into this world out of our mother's womb, we do not have boundaries. We do not have attachments. We don't have. This is all programmed, right? And so, depending on where you are in the world and your upbringing, caretakers, and society, and what you're watching, and all that shapes it. But that's not our true essence of who we are. And so, with wealth living, we have a program that's designed to support people in healing and learning new ways of conscious living. And what I mean by that is, it's it's like the things that we really should have learned in school, right? Like, oh, yeah. you know, the, the, the practical and uh, holistic ways to learn about finance, right? How we should have learned about maybe our health um, and our, our listening to our bodies, um, business. How do we get to step into our business and our workplace in a more heart-centered way? way, right? Relationships, everything is relationships. How do we get to be better, better, um, mothers, fathers, daughters, brothers, sisters, right? How do we get to be better in relationships period? And, um, you know, that's just a few. And we also go into, you know, humanity and conscious, uh, um, in ways to, to really take care of, take care of our resources and be good stewards of the earth. And so, this nine, uh, nine elements of, of wealth have been uh, carefully curated as as, uh, as an academy, people to really hone in into their internal guidance system and be removed from uh, the noise of the world. And that's why we have them intentionally here in Costa Rica.
0: Well, and I love that because ultimately – I think in hindsight, it's becoming ever so more clear. But obviously, the last couple of years, it's been a huge shift. You know, a lot of spiritual teachers are sharing that all these, you know, old paradigms, governments, and all this stuff has to crumble and and dissolve for this new consciousness to arise. And like, I'm, I'm getting chills talking about that. But if we think about it, and I, I can now look back as an adult and I'm like, man, the things we were taught in school all those years taught me no life skills. But look, if we were taught how to consciously live and, you know, big business that health and well, the U.S., the Western Med, isn't it like a trillion dollar business? Wouldn't have a lot of people if we knew the truth.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, our, our health care system, quote, it's really sick a care. sick, care, sick yeah. care system, right? We've all coined it this now um, because we're the, the, the veil is off, right? We're seeing what, what it really, really is. And, and yeah. it's unfortunate. And what's really unfortunate is even learning uh, even more closely of the, the high suicide rate of, among physicians, like the mm. people who are wanting to care for the people are under such pressure yeah. that they're not being, they're not in healthy positions. So it's, yeah, we're, we're in a world right now where the suicide rate is really high, even amongst males. And so we want to be a support system for people. We want people to come and heal. We want to be the safe haven for people come and, and express and, 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 and tap into this new level of yourself that Maybe you you haven't even expressed before, or maybe you 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 did and it went dormant, right? Like we really want to be able to be this safe haven for people to come.
0: What you shared with me is ultimately kind of like a way of reinventing ourselves and how to I think living life heart centered. Is that how you would say it?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: absolutely. Okay. So can we help? Because I wanna give this information and empower individuals and inspire them, there is another way of living. So, you know, can you share more about what does that look like? Where do you even start? Well,
1: you got to start with the healing, right? You've got to start with, with doing the internal work. And that's where we teach people, you know, all the different systems about being able to yeah we've got these nine elements of wealth that talk about finance and physical and health but it's all in inter- it, it all helping you with the internal world because when we can really dive into our internal world the exterior our exterior world shifts right we talked about that a little bit ago yep. so as we can start doing the internal work then our exterior world just transforms and that's where our the hearts just get cracked open Right, and it's like this whole new being is birthed, and that's the amazing thing. And so, when they go through the program, they're gonna be left with all these new, really great tools, right? And so, and then uh, we have an integration piece that really supports people with stepping into, um, you know, this new reality into into their world and how we can best support them. So it's not a matter of coming to our immersion and then you know, thank you. It's, you come to the immersion program, you're now family and we're going to support you in this journey because the, the the most pivotal thing that anybody can get in their transformational journey is community and support. Mm-hmm. And because this is like, uh, you know, fresh new eyes. And, uh, so we want we want to be able to continue to support people in their journey and in their growth and watch them really, Take action to what it is that they truly want and desire, and that's the exciting thing. Is we don't know what somebody's going to end up uh, stepping into as a result of completing the program. It's always a surprise, right? It's always like maybe a new business is birthed, or you know, somebody decides to open up their own, you know, nonprofit, or uh, you know. Start a, a relation, a new relationship, right? whatever it looks like, you know, big or small, it, it, it's pretty amazing what can transpire when people really heal in, in their hearts.
0: Well, and ultimately, what I'm hearing from you is it's that whole idea of healing from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Um, something that came to mind, it was a visual, and we sort of touched on this before recording, but it feels like, especially these last couple of years, right? I've been dark and heavy, a lot of shit. But it's like we were in that cocoon stage, right? And and I think a lot of people are feeling stifled and wanting expansion and growth. And ultimately, you know, what happens for a cocoon? You bust out of that limitation, fear, scarcity, what many people lived. And can you share kind of like what's on the other side when you do this work? What's available to us?
1: Oh, my gosh. I've been the word that comes to me, is bliss. Mm. Like I I've been there, you know, I've, I've, well, the thing is, is once we choose this path, it never ends.
0: Right. Yeah. You can't go back.
1: Right. You're, you're constantly evolving into the next version of yourself. And that's why community is so important. So people can understand that this is an ongoing journey. And that's the great thing is because I feel like I've lived like 15 different lives in one lifetime because of all the transformations that I've done yeah. And but yet I'm still the same person, right? But I'm a I'm a better version of myself. And it, it leads me to doing better work in the world. And that's what's exciting. And so when we can really have a good sport, because I've also gone through that metamorphosis time by, by myself. And that doesn't always feel great. And sometimes God calls us to do that work on ourselves by ourselves. Because yeah. if you know. God wants us to be closer to him. So there's that. And there's also the importance of community because navigating this alone, um, you know, can be, can be a lot. Um, and it's not not to say a lot to scare anybody from not going into this, this healing journey and this healing process, because the thing is, is that you never know what your highest and truest potential is unless you start and go and try,
0: Well, and, you know, what I would love to share is I heard this years ago. It was one of my earliest podcast guests, and I've never forgotten it. But what he said is, and he was taught, he heard it from someone else, but that people come into our life for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. And especially on my own journey these last few years – um, I've I've walked away from social circles, and there has been a lot of alone time and kind of isolation. And and you know, I think it's one to let go of those distractions, right? The numbing out, the the drinking, or the partying, or whatever. And that that stuff is it didn't feel good anymore. But I think a lot of people. I don't believe we fear change because change is the only constant. People fear the unknown. And so if you don't know what that's going to look like or maybe divorces happen and friend circles fall away and people may fear that but how can we help them to say hey yeah that's likely going to happen maybe not necessarily divorce but right like people will fall away because we are rising to another level right
1: yeah but if 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 you're not if you don't realize that then you you think about it differently right like if somebody naturally, yes, right. we we have things that come into us in seasons and it's about being in the flow of, of life and the season of life as, as we're growing. But I, I also feel that a lot of people do fear change. They do. Um, they like where they're at and because they fear uh, the, which is actually the unknown, which you're right. It's the, but, but it's, it's that changing part that they just, they can't even, they can't even fathom. And yeah. so when, when people start losing friends or things start going, then they start thinking, Oh, what's wrong with me? And thinking as opposed to an empowering interpretation, which would be, you know, these are things that are probably outgrowing me or they're outgrowing me. And this is just, they've served a purpose at this yeah, time right. in my life and I'm grateful for them. And thank you. And, and really looking at the lesson that that person brought. Right. So if we can shift that into an empowering, empowering thought, it would be great if everybody, most yeah. everybody can do that. Right.
0: I'll just share from hindsight in my own personal experience. I think, you know, during the different transitions, walking away from my engagement, quitting corporate, I've had a lot of unknowns in the last Well, about six years. However, I want to share the high side of it, that Mm -hmm. I am now in a space getting to do something I love, connecting with people from around the world. I feel lighter and happier and more free going through what I've gone through. And now I'm really doing my best to fall into a space of trusting. I think that's been a big thing for me is not Mm -hmm. trusting the process or the journey or that the next Thing will unfold. And I just want to let people know that, um, yes, the comfort zone is it's called, you know, I call it a boring ass box because it's known, but like nothing ever grows there. They won't have that metamorphosis stage of expansion and growth and their highest potential staying small. Right. Right. And so abundance is available to all of us in all areas of life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, uh, I, but gosh, let me see, Uh, maybe almost 10 years ago, I left a 12 year marriage. And so that wasn't the easiest decision for me. But I knew it was the best decision, because I knew I was being called for so much more. Yeah. And so there were a lot of fears around that starting over. uh, What, what is next, but when you have this, this knowing and this pull from 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 God and from spirit that, you know, there, there's a greater calling for, for you. You gotta go, you gotta take that leap in faith and it may not always feel good, but trust what's on the other side. And girl, I, I, I can relate with you on the trust factor. Uh, it's still lessons of like, okay, take the hands off the wheel. I surrender, you know, and it's amazing when I do, and I do take the hands off the wheel and I just let go. And like, God, like what, tri- what opens up? And uh, when I try to force things or control things, like, you know, I, I, those are lessons that I continue to learn. And that's been, you know, some of the things that I've talked about in my, my journey with my books and, and healing the relationship is the biggest tests are usually in faith. And so I think that's a kind of an overall theme in life is just when we can really step into faith, what's possible.
0: Well, and this idea of living heart-centered I'm definitely experiencing more and more, I call them like, well, breadcrumbs, right? From uni. I call it uni, the universe that just yeah. what resonate and connects with me. Um, can you share how somebody, because like if this is new to somebody, right? And, and they're seeking, obviously they're seeking change that they're listening to this. But can we explain or can you share some examples of breadcrumbs you've gotten like even how you got to Costa Rica these like we're we're given little signs along the way to reassure and let you know like keep going yeah
1: well I'd have to say first and foremost um, is that the, the more that we can clear our mind and and be still and listen then we can really hone in if we're in our busyness, our doingness, and we've got all these distractions, it's, it's harder to really see and hear what the, you know, universe and God is presenting for us. Yeah. You know, I, I know when I got the call, the spirit call to come to Costa Rica, for me, it was just, it, it was, it was a voice and it was a, and it was a knowing. Mm-hmm. I had never been to Costa Rica before, but the interesting thing, and this is so like, so rad is that. Uh, years ago, years before, like probably 10 years before, I had bought this beautiful leather bag from like a thrift store. And it had like all this old en- engraving and it was a Costa Rica old leather bag. And it had been sitting in my closet for like years. I just, I just really liked this, but I never used it, but it always been Something had me pick that up almost 10 years ago. And then 10 years later here, I'm getting the call from spirit, come to Costa Rica and here I am. Those are things that you can correlate, have fun with it. It's yes. a game, but that's the thing. It's like, the more we can play with life, the funner it is, the lighter it is. Yes. The more that we're, we're open to opportunities and possibilities and and so one thing I guess I can I can share with your listeners on how they can start listening is one thing write write things down write an intention down yeah what it is that you want and then just let it go don't get attached to it just let it go but it's still there because obviously you want it yeah and then just start really paying attention <laughs> to who starts popping up yeah. and being like, hey, I've got this XYZ opportunity for you we're like, wow I just said, I wanted that. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) there you have it. There's no accident. So yeah, I would say like write an intention and then, and then, and then listen and then, you know, be an observer.
0: I want to share this with you. And then actually I would like to talk more about detachment because that is something I'm definitely, um, focused on like letting go because when we're attached to an outcome, we're trying to control and want, we're resisting and we're actually keeping it away. Right. But wait, before yeah. we go there, what you just shared, I want to share a real life example. Cause this is very recent. I decided, and I set an intention. I don't even know if I wrote it down, but I had this thought, like kind of a download, a thought. And I was like, oh yeah, I'd like to do that. I would love to work with sales reps around mindset and the energy in sales because I believe um, in business, it's very masculine driven strategy. You know, I got to make 20 calls a day. I got to close five sales. And I'm like, sure, that's one way to do it. But I would love, love to work with sales reps. That's all I did. That's the intention I set. Less than a week later, quote, random, right? Out of the blue. A random LinkedIn connection, I don't know, messaged me and said, hey, just curious, do you ever speak with sales reps? We have a sales meeting in January. And I was just like, dang, first of all, that's fun. That was fast. I wasn't trying to make something happen. I wasn't pining over it for days, you know. and I don't know what will come of that, but I'm just showing as an example, having an idea and letting it go. Now, can we talk on the flip side, this whole idea of, when we're attached to an outcome, a desire, how we're actually keeping it away from us.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, think of it as a like our, like our pipes, right? Like we're, we're clogging that pipe mm. uh, with our attachment. So if we can just step away from from the attachment and, and what it's supposed to look like or or just the, the the fear energy around it or the worry or the stress energy around it and just just let it go, then that pipe is open. It could just be flowing with information and opportunities.
0: Or like our, our timeline, right? Yeah. Right. What are some practices you do to detach from outcomes?
1: Mm, Well, meditation, I do meditation daily and that's something that just quiets my mind and allows me to really just, just be still into my mind. You know, I I remember the days that. I didn't meditate and there's a lot of chatter in my head. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. <laughs> and yeah. So the more we can really, and that that's the beautiful thing about knowing the power of our mind. It's, it, the mind is amazing. And when we can really step into, um, you know, the, 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 the potential of our mind, there's a lot that can, that can open up. So in ways to detach it it really is about moving the energy you know if you get if if i'm getting stuck in in an energy or finding finding like oh i've got i'm attached like the awareness is key right step one be in (laughs) awareness once you're in awareness then take that action to to remove yourself like go, go put some music on dance like move your energy go do something else go serve go donate like go go be of service, call a friend and just be like, how can I help you? Like get out of your own stuff and focus out. Like, I think that's the best thing that that anybody can do.
0: Something I wrote down while you were sharing that is ultimately, I I feel like what we're teaching is when you learn and understand the power of my mind, your mind, then it's like you learn how to use the mind rather than the mind using you. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's a
1: lot of the systems right now, right? They feel like, They've got us. so when yeah. we can start learning to 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 understand this beautiful, complex system of a body and a human being, yeah amazing.
0: I don't sorry know to what, cut you off. no, you're fine. Um, oh. I don't know what I was listening to this week, but it was a good reminder shoot. I don't know if it's the science of getting rich Wallace D. Waddles. I don't know. It was some book around money. and I love this idea that well, one, um, God, you know, is omnipresent in all things and everywhere. And we're conditioned to believe that money comes through our paycheck, right? Through our employer. But Mm -hmm. there is so much fear right now with recession and inflation. And that's what people are living in, right? Where I'm stepping back and just knowing that I don't, despite the economy and whatever the government chooses to do, God, higher power, source energy, that is my provider, right? Gotta and I draw. feel like when people can detach from these limitations in 3D and realize the real potential of all of it, that I think that's how you learn to trust and surrender and let go and let flow and, oh, it it's a process, right?
1: Well, the thing is, is that life is going to continue to life. Yeah. Like, if we look at history, there's been wars, there's been famine, there's been, you know, recessions, depression, like, it's been there. So it's gonna happen. But how do we get to take control of our reality? Because there could be lots of things happening around us. But however I choose to have my inner world, yeah. That's how I'm going to create. It's not that I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm blinded to what's happening. And it's not that right. I'm not aware or conscious. Right. I so am. But I get to be in control of how I choose to absorb it.
0: Yeah. For me, it's like, it's not about being delusional. Sure, I'm aware of of what's mm-hmm. being broadcast out there. I'm just choosing to focus on what I can control. And that's me.
1: Right, Exactly. Yes.
0: Question I asked you earlier is, um, what would be your billboard message to humanity? What do you want people to know?
1: Oh gosh. Yeah. And uh, God, live your authentic self really like tap into your, your human God-given potential. We are only accessing such a small portion. And you know, the thing is, and I know that that you've probably heard this, and your, your audience has probably heard this. Somebody said it. It's like, imagine you know, you're you go to heaven or wherever, but like you're you die, and like you've just you see a movie of how your life could have been if you would have tapped into your human potential. Yeah, like how bummed maybe you'd be, right? How disappointed. And so we're on this planet and we're here, you know, if you believe you're here once or if you're reincarnated, but it, yeah. you're in this person in this body right here, right now. Yeah. And how can you, you're uniquely made. I know yeah. this is a long billboard, but <laughs> yeah. But how you're uniquely made. How can you access that? You can, you just need to learn how you can, it's possible.
0: I want to share this. I think it's, again, very timely. Yesterday, I was doing a training around. I have a resource on my website called the Life Assessment. And that's something that I start with clients. Like, I I just want you to rank one to 10. And I give the major life buckets, kind of like your nine elements of conscious living. Those major life buckets and just rank your satisfaction, one to 10. And on average, across the board, and I've seen hundreds of these. I mean, people, let's just, you know, like, living at a 5 they would rank their happiness and mental health of 5 the mo- romantic relationships normally are like between 1 and 4 anyway the point is a- across the board people are living life like mediocrity just getting by and the point of showing that is we have a potential to be 10s in every single one of those this yeah. authentic conscious abundant living and that's what i asked yesterday because somebody in the live mentioned, well, you know, I think I kind of rank everything as seven. And I was like, okay, so a seven, like nothing's terrible and nothing's fantastic. Do you want to get five, even 10 years down the road and look back and be like, well, you know, like it was okay, I don't. And and I think for me, it has come down to a choice and overcoming self-doubt and different limiting beliefs and and deciding that like, I want to love my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and I, I love how you say, I, you know, I want to love my life and what comes up for me. It's like, we get to first love ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Self-love. And we can
1: on. first love ourselves. Then we yeah. can, then we can shine so yes. bright and we can be of just genuine service to the next person.
0: Yes, I love that. So I have a question for you to wrap up the interview. We've touched on many things. What do you feel is a key takeaway you want listeners to get? The key
1: takeaway would be, mm, you know, again, going back to, you know, living this, this one life and, and living your most authentic self and your, your highest potential um, and you know, with the certainty of the world, uncertainty of the world right now, and that's the only thing that we ever know is uncertainty, right? Um, really spend this time in this chaotic time to bring in calmness into your life. Create some practices to bring calmness and peace, and really, really go inward, and and really, I want to ask you to really dive into who you really are really spend some time and and really think about who you really are. Just remove all this noise, whether that looks like, you know, going on a fast or, um, just taking a couple couple days and just unplugging, you know, this is another thing. It's like, you know, we're so, we're so about the next upgrade in the iPhone and we're so about the next upgrade in this or that, or, you know, got to, uh, do an update on my phone. I got an update on our computer. How often do you upgrade yourself? How many times are you disconnecting to reconnect? Mm-hmm. And so you can up-level yourself. So really, what do you want and who are you at the core?
0: Great. I love that. And that's a a metaphor that I've used is you're right. Like our own OS, our operating system. My phone right now is bugging me. It wants to do uh, some update 16 point something. Like when is the last time people, you're right, sat down and upgraded themselves. So that's what we are offering. Create that space, that quiet space, connect within, and you will be guided. Right? That's it. Yeah. Yes.
1: Got it. That's good. I love that.
0: Okay, so I'd love to wrap it up. I have a few rapid fire questions for you. Okay, let's go. <laughs> what what is a quote or motto that you live by? Gosh, I feel like I have so many that I'm just trying to like
1: narrow down to one. Mm-hmm. A quote or what was it you said? A quote,
0: quote or motto that you live by.
1: A motto. Let me see what's relevant for me right now. I've i just been like there's just there's there's a lot of good information for me right now. So, why are you fearful? Oh, you have little faith?
0: Mm. Okay, that hits home. I like that. Next one, What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend?
1: Oh, well, I'm currently reading the Bible. I'm learning that this is a really great handbook for our life. So you like whatever religion you you know claim or no religion at that. There's a lot of really valuable uh, insight into our life in this book It's called
0: the Bible. (laughs) All right. Final question. What advice would you give your younger self?
1: Oh, my younger self. Oh, that little girl. I would say, you know what? Trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trust. Open your heart and trust.
0: I love that and such a great note to end on. Beth, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, hon. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I'd love it if you could leave me a review and remember to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. If you haven't yet, connect with me on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll catch you on the next episode.